0: Hey everyone, I'm here in downtown Toronto at the Metro Toronto Prevention Centre for the fifth annual Girl Talk Empowerment Day. I've got an amazing lineup of interviews for you on Date with Daniel, with organizer Katie Zappieri, YouTube sensations Shameless Maya and Rebecca Black, eTalk reporter Chloe Wilde, and body-positive activist Meredith Shaw. All of these interviews will inspire you to live, inspire you to breathe, inspire you to be yourself, and most importantly, inspire you to love yourself as well. Check it out. are you? I'm
1: doing good. It's so nice to finally do
0: this. I know, you know what, so I was just telling you, I've been wanting to do this for a very long time because like, we've known each other for a few years now and we always run into each other at these really swanky parties <laughs> and then there's these random moments of like deep talk and then we'll only get it for like five seconds <laughs> and then we have to be off doing what we have to do. So now I want to get into that deep talk because there's always a lot that I've always wanted to ask you mm-hmm. because I, I can tell that There's a lot more than what meets the eye when it comes to Chloe Wilde, you know? And I know you're in entertainment, and I know it's a frivolous space, and I know they say, you know, entertainment is fake, but I think you're one of the genuine people that we have in that space right now. And I know it's rooted from like your personal experience. And today you're hosting Girl Talk, you know? It's a a day to empower young girls, young women, women, and we're all here to support one another. And having grown up around very strong female figures, it's important for me to have that conversation and empower girls yeah, but where does that need to be a part of something like this come from
1: honestly i think when i was growing up i would have greatly benefited mm-hmm. from something like girl talk empowerment day Just going up on that stage and seeing 1,500 girls come together because they believe in being positive role models, being kind to one another, spreading kindness and positivity and being global citizens is so beautiful and it's such a nice reminder that there is so much good in this world. But growing up, I didn't have access to any of that. I didn't Mm -hmm. know or believe that these kinds of things existed. So now as an adult doing what I do in television, it's really great to kind of experience it as an adult because I keep seeing myself in these young girls Mm -hmm. and I keep seeing their struggles or their desire to do good and to be good people. Mm -hmm. And so it's really special to be a part of it as an adult and Mm -hmm. I think it's because I would have just I, I think I would have just really enjoyed something like this growing up. Mm-hmm. And why would
0: you have enjoyed it so much? What is it about um, growing up as a child that you think would have had you benefit from something like that? Oh this?
1: my gosh, because growing up is hard. Mm-hmm. It is so hard and I was the queen, and I still am, at putting on a mask. I was so wow. talented, truly, I think that is my greatest talent mm-hmm. is having an awful, awful experience in my personal life and then going to school and pretending like everything is great and being the straight-A student who's on every sports team, on Mm -hmm. all the leadership communities, but really on the inside, I was hurting and I was all alone. And because there were no safe spaces like this in my small town, none of those needs got addressed. So instead, it was you just put on a happy face and you go out into the world and you do the best you can, which Mm -hmm. I think is very important. Mm -hmm. But I think it's also really important to have days like this, conversations like this, where You don't just have a smile on your face. And sometimes you go a little deeper and you talk about the hard things so that you can go out into the world and be an even better person.
0: You know, it's such a catch-22 if you think about it because it's one of those things that serves you in moments of distress. And it's one of those things that can really hurt you if you if you don't know how to stay genuine. But it's funny because a lot of people that I come across who are so good at putting on a mask, it's very hard for them to admit that they do that you know? And so where? how did you get to that point where you can say, you know what, that's the mask I'm putting on right now because I needed to get through this? Yeah. And, or do you still struggle with admitting that, that you're doing that in a situation?
1: I mean, saying it with you now is not something that I yeah. think I would have been able to say not that long ago. Um, I do think that being in the public eye mm-hmm. and being an entertainment reporter is mm-hmm. something that I'm very proud of and something I'm really excited to be a part of. But I do see that I try to see the world how the audience sees the world. So if, if someone enjoys me on television, maybe they follow me on social media. Mm-hmm. And as you know, the world of social media is not a true representation of life or what's going on in our personal lives. And the day I started thinking about the young girls that maybe follow me on social media or watch me on television was the day that I wanted to be more honest. Mm-hmm. And the day that I wanted to start admitting to the fact that, you know what, not every day is a good day. Mm-hmm. Um, just because pretty photos get posted on Instagram doesn't mean that that's my life all the time. And so mm-hmm. by putting myself in their shoes, I made the realization and the decision to be more honest, to still show the glamorous sides of what I do because it's, it's a fun part and I do get a lot of enjoyment. Yeah. then to also take those moments where there's no makeup, there's no cameras, I'm in my sweatpants, I'm having a really bad day and for whatever reason I just want the girls to know that it's okay not to be okay.
0: Mm-hmm. You spoke about having a challenging childhood. Yeah. What was so challenging?
1: You know, I grew up in a very, very small town, Mm -hmm. and um, by the time we got to that small town, I had moved around a lot. I had been, you know, multiple schools per school year um, due to, you know, my parents splitting up. Mm -hmm. I lost a brother when I was younger. My mom went into another marriage, and then that divorce kind of went bad. And then we finally ended up in our small town. So by the time I ended up in that small town, I was entering high school, which is already challenging enough. Mm
0: -hmm. You're already like a grown adult after all of that. You know what I
1: mean? Like at that point, but I didn't realize in the moment that was just my life, you know, like constantly moving around, losing family members, betrayal, unstable home life. And then all of a sudden you're supposed to go to high school and everything's supposed to be great. And I think that was the very first time I started wearing a mask because when we moved to that small town, I was like, this is a great fresh start. No one has to know anything about my life. <laughs> I get to decide who yeah. I am in high school. And, um, But all of that previous stuff was still a part of my life. you know, The struggles of that and, and being raised by a single mom who was doing the best that she could, but this was a woman who had lost a son, been through two divorces, um, been dealt a really brutal deck of cards, and was trying her very best to raise two kids in a small town mm-hmm. and she had all these bills and and it was hard. It was mm-hmm. really really hard. Yeah. You know, I
0: identify with that because I grew up with a single um, mom and you know, we were dealt a very brutal deck of cards mm-hmm. too, but there's a sense of resilience that you learn from doing those type of things. Um where would you think that resiliency really saved you growing up? Because you know, yeah. being young, being thrust into situations like that and then going home where it's not necessarily the best energy because yeah. people are dealing with things. How did you find pockets of resiliency and hope and empowerment?
1: I think resilience and grit are two of the most powerful mm. attributes someone can hold for themselves. And I think they're, they're quite challenging attributes. But I think if you can have resilience and you can have grit, you can truly overcome anything. And I think the way I got through it was by being busy, I made myself available to any sports team, any committee at my high school. I would babysit, I would dog sit, I would house sit, anything that Mm -hmm. would get me kind of out of the house and into the community because like you said, sometimes when you go back to your home and the energy is not the most positive, it's really easy to kind of spiral downwards Mm -hmm. and to start to ruminate negatively. So at a very young age I just decided to fill my schedule with as many activities as I could and that allowed me a place in the world that was very positive. I met individuals, I got involved in my community, um, I was very physically active, which was important to me growing up because I think it's important to be healthy, both spiritually, mentally, physically, emotionally. Um, Mm -hmm. But I definitely, I definitely, I just filled my schedule. I was just (laughs) like, oh, someone needs to be on the debate team? Sign me (laughs) up. Your book committee needs a photographer? I'll learn how.
0: But you know, I'm gonna be totally presumptuous here because I think by being that busy, you probably turn into a bit of a workaholic. Say what? <laughs> Me? work out? And then disconnection becomes so yeah. hard. Yeah. So how are you managing that? there's so much noise around today you know like yeah. you, you wake up to tweets you go to bed to instagram posts and it's a lot yeah. but you know being busy saved you but at the same time it could completely go the wrong way too how are you managing that
1: daniel you are so right i think being a workaholic and being busy is a very intense double-edged sword <laughs> it can bring you so many positives but yes. then at a certain point you need to step back and be like if i'm that busy am i really taking care of myself yeah. and am i dealing with the things that i need to deal with to be yeah a normal person in society yeah. <laughs> instead of just you know go, go, go. Um, managing that is something I am figuring out in the moment. Um, I'm not very good at that, mm-hmm. truthfully. I think I, I am a yes person and I'm very happy to yeah. be a career woman right now and I, mm-hmm. I love saying that, but I do realize that my sleep starts to go down, then my health starts to sway and I get sick. Mm -hmm. So I I have to know those signs. I have to know the signs of when I'm not sleeping enough and then when I start to feel my immune system go down, that's when I really need to pump the brakes. Mm -hmm. And when I pump the brakes, the things that are most effective for me are simple things. It's going to a yoga class, Mm -hmm. it's pouring yourself a bubble bath, Maybe it's going out dancing it's a with your girlfriends. Yeah. Like it's something really, really simple. And I think also just being in the moment, not always feeling the need to share everything on social media. Mm-hmm. Um, it's up right now. Except right now, <laughs> but it's very addictive. I share so yeah. much of my life on social media, you do. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm okay saying that out loud. But I do try to show the different moments. and I yeah. try to show not always the prettiest. But disconnecting is hard. It's really
0: hot. Yeah, but you know, talking about all this, this leads me to healthy is hot because I know it's this personal campaign mm-hmm. that you've started on social media that you know everyone's kind of joining in on. I have yet to join it, and I'll tell you why after. <laughs> but um, healthy is hot. I, I it does it stem from this this uh, this inability to really balance the unhealthy with the healthy and. Wanting to make sure that you're disconnected and balanced all at the same time?
1: Healthy as Hot actually was born out of the Much Music VJ search, mm-hmm. which was the reality show that thrust me into the world of entertainment yeah. and had me yes. abandoning my science degree. <laughs> um, and it was a reality show that changed my life in many, mm-hmm. many positive ways. But while I was doing that, I was so engulfed in it that I stopped taking care of myself and um, I ended up losing a ton of weight and I mm-hmm. looked back at photos and I was like, you do not look healthy. And I remember one of the challenges was in Ottawa where my mom lives. And she looked at me and she said, sweetheart, I love you, I'm so proud of you for what you're doing, but you have to take care of yourself, like mm-hmm. she was shocked. And so that night I made a promise to her and a promise to myself that I was going to put my health first. So I went to the gym at whatever hotel we were at and I posted a photo on Instagram and it was me at the gym and it was the very first time I used the hashtag healthy is hot. And I think it started there because I was thrown into this world of TV where cameras had 10 pounds and mm-hmm. everyone on TV is skinny. And and yes, I'm a small girl, but I, I don't see myself. I wasn't seeing myself accurately. And so mm-hmm. I stopped taking care of myself. And so that moment where my health was at its worst was where Healthy as Hot was born. And since then I've been using it and I've been noticing people have been responding to it. Mm-hmm. And so yes. I decided well, if I respond to something as simple as a hashtag that basically promotes that healthy is beautiful and we should all strive to be healthy because at our healthiest we can achieve anything, then maybe I should do something great with that. Maybe I should share that in a bigger way with people. And that's where the Instagram page was created mm-hmm. and that's where the website is created. And my vision for Healthy is Hot is, is huge, but baby steps,
0: baby yes. steps. So how would you see your health right now in, in all its glory and all its various <laughs> different forms? Um, How healthy are you today?
1: How healthy am I today? (laughs) Well, um, Girl Talk Empowerment has (laughs) all of my favorite treats. Total. So um, (laughs) right now healthy is a lot of sugar, and I'm not mad about it. I'm not mad about it. No, but honestly, I really do believe in balance. I'm someone who, I like to live by an 80-20 role. Mm -hmm. So 80% of the time, make good choices. Take the stairs, walk to work if you can, carry around a bottle of water so you hydrate. You know make healthy choices, but 20% of the time or 30% one week, whatever it is you're feeling, Mm -hmm. have your candy, go enjoy a glass of wine or the pizza at midnight. I don't care. I love this. But (laughs) I think it's important that overall, if you live a healthy life, You'll realize that if you eat candy every single day, you're going to feel like crap.
0: Yeah. It's a funny, like, it, the mental, the emotional, the physical, the yeah. spiritual, all work in tandem. Yeah. If one is yes. off, the rest of it's thrown off.
1: And I do believe yeah. that health is at the core of that. Yeah. Because how you treat your body, how you treat your mind, the foods you put in your body are a reflection of how you treat yourself. Mm-hmm. And so whether you're Absolutely. plant-based or you eat meat or whatever it is, just just be conscious of it.
0: Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm going to circle back here in my last question with Girl Talk. Mm-hmm. Um, a beautiful experience, you know, lots of ups and downs, but you're still here sitting to sitting here today empowering young women. What is it that you want them to take away from your story? When they watch this interview, um, when they listen to you speak, when they see your Instagram posts, if they join the healthy, hot movement, what is it that you hope they take away from that?
1: Oh. <laughs> um, I... I just want girls everywhere, young boys everywhere, honestly everyone, even myself, I want everyone to truly believe that they are enough mm-hmm. and that they can make an impact in this world. Mm-hmm. But first things first, you have to believe that you are enough.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And that's hard. Yeah, You gotta look yourself in the mirror and tell yourself you are enough. Yeah, And then anything is possible.
0: Well, you are enough, honey.
1: Oh, I love yes, you. Yes, you are. I love um, you.
0: I I will go
1: on a date with you whenever you
0: want.
1: <laughs> Straight up. Thank I'm you gonna so much. I'm going to give you my
0: number. Thank you. I really <laughs> appreciate you opening up like that.